Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, my name is Farhat Amin and I'm the host of A Muslim Mom Podcast. I live in the UK and I've been podcasting for coming up to two years now. I um, Previous um, topics in the podcast have been about women in Islam, parenting and feminism. However, now in season five, I'm, inshallah, I want to explore the Islamic view regarding love, marriage and relationships. So I thought it would be a good idea to, before I, you know, before we kick it off, um, I just wanted to remind um, myself, and again, if you are new, um, and Alhamdulillah, there have been a lot of new listens. Um, I've, subhanAllah, it's come up to 16, over 16K listens, which is, you know, I'm just blown away by that number. Alhamdulillah, all, you know, all thank due to Allah. Um, so yeah, I thought now is probably a good time to pause and just remind myself and just maybe tell you why I started this podcast because there are so many podcasts now, aren't there? And, you know, sometimes you look at the titles, I, I'll be scrolling and I think, oh my goodness, who, who'd want to listen to that? Some really weird things, you know, really odd things that I'm just not interested in, but someone must be. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to tell you why did I start this off about two years ago? You know, because it could be that am I just a bored housewife? You know, I used to be a, a high school teacher. Um, Alhamdulillah, I don't do that anymore. I do teach online, which is what I love. Uh, and when I think love is used a lot, I'm not going to say I'm passionate about it because then that's another cliche. But I do love teaching. So I do still teach high school kids English and mainly it's English language and literature that's what I teach online and I do like the process of passing on knowledge helping students to understand stuff and and it's really nice when you can help kids um, especially when you know they're not getting it at school or they're just for whatever reason they're not getting things then I can help them so alhamdulillah and to be paid to do that is a blessing I thank Allah for that so yeah I do but you know I'm not going out to work physically um you know or is it that I've just got a big mouth and I like speaking you know I like hearing my own voice and you know I do have to think that sometimes and so I'm really checking my intention because as in the hadith narrated by Umar ibn al-Khattab the prophet said verily actions are by intentions that's just the beginning of a longer hadith but that's the key statement that I have to remind myself and, and we should all remind ourselves that um, we will be judged on and accounted on our intention because only me and Allah know what my intention is. So I have to be really, really careful. Um, and so therefore, okay, what, why did I, why did I begin it now? I, um, I think many of us know this Surah, Surah Al-Asr. Um, it's one of the shortest, it's the second shortest surah in the Quran, and it's one that we learn when we're young. But when I um, listened to the tafsir of that, and I studied the tafsir of it, um, it really, it was a bit like a lightning bolt to me to, um, you know, some you know some things can really affect you. And this surah really affected me. So I, I'm going to give a recitation, I'll recite it and I'm going to give the tafsir that I've read up and learned. Um, so, Bismillah, Awadha Billahi Minash Shaitani Rajeem, Bismillah Rahmanirim, Wal Asr. Um, I swear by time 
as it's running out. So Allah is swearing by time. Innal insana lafi khusr. Indeed, and, and another um, translation, no doubt every single human being is truly drowning in great loss. So me and you and the majority of people, of humans, of al-insan, are drowning in great loss. We are in loss. Except, okay, illalladina amanu, except those who believe, okay, so we have to believe in Allah, you know, we believe in believe in the Quran, the Sunnah, la ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, we believe, wa amilu salihat, so we have to believe and we have to do good deeds, yeah, and um, those who counsel one another to the truth, what was so bil haq, so the haq is the truth, and then what was so bis sabr, and those who um, counsel each other to patience, uh, with patience and perseverance. Okay, so we have to, that, that's what that surah is telling us, that, that's the lessons behind it. And um, um, Dabari said that um, they, uh, when it, describing that when many of the companions, before they would part company, they would say this surah to each other. They would recite it. And then we have to wonder why. Of all the surahs they could have recited, they used to, they could recite it. So Fatiha, Ayatul Kursi, you know, there's so many that have a lot of reward. They would recite this. And so just have a think, why? Why Why did they do that? And and what we can see, once you read the translation, read the tafsir, it's because it was reminding them that, look, we have to, you know what, we are going to be in loss unless we believe and we um, do good deeds and we counsel each other with truth and with patience. Yeah, so it was like saying, saying to each other, this is what we need to do, okay? Uh, and then Imam Shafi, he said, if people would just contemplate this suva, it would encompass everything, you know, all the teachings of Islam. If we so, if me and you, this is how like what a treasure this surah is, how powerful you know it's so small, isn't it? It's just teeny weeny surah. I remember when I was young, I I mem- memorized it because I thought, yes, I can memorize this quickly, and my mum, she's gonna be happy with me, and I don't have to memorize the long surah. That's how I. That's the way I used to think about the surah, and um, and you know when we're reading salah. If we're in a rush, if I'm in a rush, I'll read the surah. But here's Imam Shafi, may Allah be pleased with him, is telling us that just contemplate it, stop and think about it. And he also said, if nothing else came down from Allah, it would be enough for humanity. You know, the lessons you could learn just from this surah, that would be enough. If, but only if me and you take the lesson. Yeah, if we're going to, it's up to us whether we take it or not. That's in our control. Okay, so that's the basis of this podcast. Uh, Inshallah, that is my intention. And I have to keep going back to that and reminding myself that 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 was my intention. It has to continue to be my intention that I have to, first of all, I have to believe um, in what Allah has given me. So, in, so how am I going to believe in what Allah has given me? I have to study it, yeah? 
If I don't study and learn, how can I believe? Okay, so that's the first thing. And then, now the thing is, I don't want to be in loss. What, what is the loss? What will be my loss? My loss and your loss will be that we will not get to go to Jannah. So we will live eternity in Jahannam. And Jahannam is real. Yeah, we know it is. It's not um, It's not just a scary story. It, it's And the, again, when we contemplate and we've realised that we're using our senses, using our brains and minds that Allah has given us, we can come to the conclusion that yes, the Jahannam, Jannah, Jahannam is real. So I don't want to be in loss. So I have to believe and then... But then that's not enough. There's four conditions of this surah that Allah is telling me. It's like a method, a system that I have to follow. There's things I have to do. So the believing bit, there's no, you know, that's, you could say that's in my heart, you know. But there's, there's three actions. I have to do good deeds. Me and you have to do good deeds. So, I put, you know, we pray, we fast, we wear hijab, we um take care of our parents we take care of our husband our children the home yeah these are you know the we do these things and we but do me just doing it on my own isn't enough I have to counsel other people and that counsel um it shouldn't just be off the top of my head what I think it has to be based on the truth and it has to be with sabr now so again so when I'm doing this podcast so I see the podcast as a vehicle to do that counseling that Allah is telling me to do that I have to counsel other people advise you know advise other people but to do it based on the truth and this is it within this surah it's you know there's the general idea that the majority are going to be in loss except you know and so we want to be that that accept people you know a group that come into the accept bracket and so what that indicates is that it is hard and just taking the idea of counseling other people but counseling them based on the truth not based on my own benefit or my greed or my um you know my nafs that I want power or I want respect it's easy to do it you know for those reasons but when you have to force yourself and keep yourself on on the straight path that's hard isn't it um, because you're having to keep your intentions pure. And also, if you want to speak the truth, you have to, to make time and effort to learn the truth. And how many of us don't make time to do that? And I'm not accusing you or anyone else of not doing it. Um, I'm just getting, it's making me think, and for a while I didn't used to do it either, that because People, I think, oh, it takes time to read books, doesn't it? It takes time to listen to Dafsir. It takes time to read Quran. You know, I have to be more organised if I want to get that done. Um, and it's interesting, wanting to fulfil this obligation has then pushed me to become more organised, to think about my time. And inshallah, we can speak about that another time. But um, my main issue here is it's difficult you know, it's hard to speak the truth and learn the truth because, you know, it's especially nowadays, anyone, on whether you go on social media or, you know, how much fake news is there? And I'm just talking about Muslim to Muslim. Yeah, that it's people are saying things about each other or about, um, pardon me, about Islam. And 
So it's sometimes we can feel, oh, who's t- who's speaking the truth? Who can I trust? And to be able to it take your what we it will if we want to know who do we trust? How do I find out if what this person is saying correct or not? You have to then do your own research, don't you? You have to verify what someone's saying to you. And that's actually a Quranic principle, that when someone brings you news or information about anything, you have to verify it. Um, you shouldn't just take things on face value. And I, and I constantly say this in the podcast that please go and I'll refer to a book or refer to something and say, please go and do your own research because then you're confident, okay, that is, she's speaking the truth or that is correct. I can pass that on to others. And so again, this all takes time and effort so okay so one we have to counsel each other based on the truth yeah and then secondly with patience yeah we have to um so when I'm so isn't it interesting that nowadays the people who um who want to speak the truth according to Islam um, they're the ones that will be attacked You, you find that isn't it that when you stand up and try to say something that goes against the grain goes against you know what the majority let's say even you know we I live in UK so if I'm saying when we're saying things that maybe non-Muslims would not like they don't agree with they don't believe in um and then you also have you know Muslims who want to be more liberal more progressive um people don't like it when you then just speak the truth because it's you know phrases like who are you to judge um you don't know what I'm going through you know it's none of your business there is that we have we can see in our community not everyone but some people are very quick to say to silence anyone who is just pointing out the truth yeah so there's that so and so therefore when you do get where um you can then self-censor you and um as a community as an individual think I'm just going to get so much hassle by saying this I'm not going to say it or people are going to accuse me of being a troll or they're going to accuse me of um being negative or jealous that that's another one I know when I spoke about Muslim influencers um I was deaf I, you know, I people said that about me I'll be honest I didn't mind it, that that's fine that's their opinion um when I spoke about hijab um again I got some of that as well but because I'm not after and I think we all need to be like this because I'm not after fame if my intention wasn't to get fame my intention wasn't to get following my intention wasn't to be liked um and also my intention isn't to argue with people some people may want to argue with me or they might and you'll find this just I'm sure you've experienced as well that people want to just argue especially online and mine I'm not here to debate with anyone you know one of the things about social media is if you don't want to listen to someone if you don't agree with them just mute them or delete them or don't listen to them yeah so that goes you know that's how you cannot get into arguments and I would say don't waste your energy getting into arguments um it just drains you and um there are a lot of negative people on social media and that's fine they want attention just don't give it to them that that's that's the way I view it but um so yeah so again the idea so having sabr so not getting angry that was my point that when people may have a go at you you have to still have sabr you don't have a go back you don't be abusive back yeah or because then that's exactly what shaitan wants especially amongst Muslims. he wants Muslims to argue with each other and then whilst we're infighting 
we're not speaking the truth we're not enjoining the good to each other we're just busy fighting yeah and that was um dr shardy spoke about that in um with my husband in um a, a couple of episodes you can you can look it up it's there about how to disagree but don't attack each other you know don't start insulting each other as muslims um so yeah so really that that's it in a nutshell that being um you know we don't at the end of the day i know um if i'm you know i'm reading this surah in my salah i want to take the lesson from it it's not just about alhamdulillah we get reward just for the arabic but and this giving us a really um poignant um incisive lesson here it's like it's like a um what's the word it's like a really um short but sharp precise that's the word i'm looking for um nutshell of look this is what a muslim should be so we want we should be that muslim shouldn't we so yeah so that's my intention behind this podcast and so that's what i just want to remind you of so inshallah i um in the next episode i will um be looking at going into um talking about um love and relationships and there's a few alhamdulillah i've got a few sisters who have recorded some episodes with me and some i'll be doing on my own um but um what i was going to say was that if you would like to um you know you can please you know subscribe to the podcast that uh, whatever podcast um to the to this podcast via whichever app you use so you get notifications when a new one comes up that's what and then i've also got a telegram channel the um link is is in the in the description so you can join that i'm i'm not on whatsapp so um but then again i've don't think i've ever given my whatsapp number out so that's irrelevant um but yeah but inshallah let's um uh please let's do the war for each other that we can help each other so when i will be talking about you know um how we view love how we view relationship um it's interesting i uh, i have um muslim and non-muslim listeners um i was surprised to find that out i also you i also realized that um you know that with this topic of love and relationships some um you know unfortunately for whatever reason some muslims that are in they have boyfriends they've got girlfriends um that's the way the the way um it is for muslims living in um uk us australia canada that's where my main listeners are and i think what i've realized is that i need it i i can't assume that everyone like i could have just said i'm going to speak about marriage but then um that's not the reality of muslims now is it that um and so what i decided was that i should talk about these issues because these are issues that we face these are i'm thinking of the teenagers i know the young muslims that i know and know of and hear about um dating um lgbtq you know all of that is is present and if um so therefore i'll be talking about that so when if you alhamdulillah if you're someone who you know you are married and you're not in any um you haven't got a boyfriend or girlfriend but i'm going to speak about those things i'm not saying that they're okay um what i yeah i just wanted to make that clear but i will be talking about that and i do um if you're listening to my podcast and there are young children around then i don't don't i don't think you should listen to it um 
you know, on full volume, either put your headphones on. I just thought I should like say this today and I'll, and I'll mention at the beginning of any podcast where the, I'll be speaking about love or relationships, um, then I'll, I'll make you aware of that. But I thought it's good to mention it now. So no one's surprised. It's not been nothing, nothing explicit stuff. I wouldn't ever speak about anything inappropriate, but I, I know what it's like when you have young children and, and you don't want them to hear about these things. And why should they? You're absolutely right. Everything should be age appropriate. Um, but these are issues that Muslims are dealing with young and old. Um, so, okay, inshallah, take care. And uh, I'll end with the surah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Wal-asr inna al-insana lavi khusr ila al-ladina amanu wa amilu salihat wa tawasaw bil-haq wa tawasaw bil-sabr. Inshallah, have a lovely week and I will uh, see you in, the, uh, well, you'll hear me in the next podcast. Take care.